0: Welcome to episode 44 of Land the Plane Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting edition of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. And I'm Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. What's up, Dustin? I want to say hey to our listeners out there. Wherever you're at right now, if you're in your car cruising down the highway, if you're at your desk at work, or if...
0: You're on a treadmill. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was... Wasn't expecting treadmill. I mean, well, I mean, hey, working hey, out.
0: Good job, whoever you are
1: on the treadmill. Yeah, I'm,
0: it's where I need to be.
1: Here, here, I'm gonna pump them up, walk faster, no, just, engage the core.
0: No, you just mm, 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 mm.
1: <laughs> rising up back on the street. Okay,
0: and run through the other end of the treadmill. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I,
0: I did seriously know a girl that used to run on treadmills that. It always made me nervous if she was at the gym at the same time I was because she was running so hard and so fast on treadmill. If that thing had a glitch, man,
1: oh, dude, yeah. she'd
0: face plant right in the wall in front of her. Yeah, I don't. It was. It made me nervous.
1: If you want to sprint,
0: yeah, just, I mean full blown sprint. That's what she would do.
1: Go outside or something. Like go. <laughs> I don't want a full blown. To me, like treadmill running for like a slow jog, where you can concentrate. Dude, for me, any on running your, is a slow jog. <laughs> Where you can concentrate on your phone while you watch a TV show. That's what treadmill's for. <laughs> if you want to sprint for like a minute straight, just go outside. I mean, oh, it
0: wasn't for me. It was like for 20, 30 minutes. I mean, it was no. just crazy. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: uh, That's not yeah. for me. I wouldn't know that world, Jonathan. Mm-mm. Um, So, I'm going to make a little confession to our listeners. Oh, boy. Normally. We've talked about this
0: beforehand. Nope. Uh uh-uh. mm.
1: Normally, we try to put on this. You know, the goal is. Don't let people know when you record the episode, right? <laughs> so you're not supposed to say things like night or day yeah, good night or all those all, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's late. Let me tell you though, it's late.
0: <laughs> it's not late in in Hawaii.
1: Well, we're not in Hawaii, oh,
0: man. Um, wouldn't that? Be, it would be. Great. <clears throat> we need to do that one day.
1: Honorary rem- like a. I tell you what, it's a listeners. Seriously,
0: remote episode.
1: If you would like us to do a remote episode from Hawaii. <laughs> Just send us, send us a check. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be happy to do that for you and tell you all about it. Heck yeah. No, but it's late for us. And, and I just want to reach into the hearts of our listeners for a moment. I don't mm. know where you're at right now. If you're in your car, at the gym, wherever you're you are. You're not doing
0: that like the guy on Indiana Jones and, then, and like the Temple Doom, are you? What, what are you talking about? Reaching in and grabbing their hearts. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay.
1: No, um, I'm reaching into their heart not ripping it out. <laughs> okay. um, but I just want you to know if you've had a long day, it's okay. I had left the house at 7 o'clock this morning. I've had my shoes on and my work clothes and it's almost 10. We're <laughs> finally starting this and I desperately need to take my shoes off but I don't want to kill Jonathan. So, if you're having a hard day, <laughs> just remember this moment. I'm with you. I just want to take off my shoes. Just take them off, man. No. do it. No. I don't want to melt the microphones or anything.
0: <laughs> but ain't hey. It, ain't going to bother me. It can, may be. I can barely breathe anyway.
1: Tis <laughs> <laughs> the season. It may be first thing that we're uh, late at night for us, first thing in the morning for anybody else, but it's late. and uh, But I'm still excited about this episode. I'm excited to get started about it. And hopefully you've had chance to listen to episode 43, I believe is the correct number. It's entitled Freedom. It was our last episode, and it was one that we had a special guest on, Blake Hudspeth. And he joined us to talk about a a Bible study he's, um, I guess, the author of and uh, leading people through. And it was a great opportunity to sit there and talk with him about it and to get his feedback. So if you haven't listened to that one, you may want to pause and go back and listen to it. Now, we're not going to repeat anything tonight. We've got a whole new topic to talk about, but I think it kind of was inspired by that um a little bit of of the way it was working on I know Jonathan uh when he presented this idea it was uh definitely intrigued me and I'm looking forward to talking about it tonight but if you haven't listened to that one yet maybe it's your first episode go back listen to it some of those old episodes are pretty good and uh check out um just some of the information we got there on our website and facebook and stuff like that so i think we're just going to get right into it tonight too and just um get moving into the topic because I think it's going to be a good one about a, a special a special man from the Bible whose name is Peter. But, Jonathan, why don't you tell him kind of what inspired this for you? We'll get this thing rolling.
0: Yeah, so really kind of thinking through our last podcast, and like I said, if you've not listened to that one, go back and listen to that one. Um, you don't have to, but I think it'll give you good context about it. Um, the week after that, I was reading... Uh, through part of my Bible plan, and came across Mark chapter 16. And it's the resurrection, and basically some of the ladies had gone to the uh, the tomb, and they saw that the stone was rolled away, and there was an angel there, and all those kind of things. And the angel says to them, he says, uh, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee there you will see him just as he told you and that part about and you know d- tell his disciples and Peter kind of popped out to me um and, and that's kind of what I what, uh, what what just really you know kind of popped off the page to me um and I just started thinking about, you know, the fact that, that Peter had denied Christ
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: three times. in um, and, uh, and, and very kind of, you know, each time it kind of got a little bit worse to the point, like the last time, it, the, the Bible says he actually like cursed and things. I mean, he was like calling down curses and stuff, saying that he didn't know Jesus. And of course, Jesus had predicted that. He had told Peter that he was going to. Uh, deny him, and I just kind of wondered. You know, this is several days after crucifixion, several days after Peter had denied him, and I thought, you know, I wonder if Peter had even shown his face to the disciples. Like, was he, was he around? Was had he even told them what he had done?
1: Hmm. Like,
0: what was going on in Peter's head? through all of this time, knowing that the last thing that he did before Jesus died was he denied him.
1: Yeah. And that is interesting. And even, even that amount of time that was there because, okay, I know a lot of people are out there and sometimes we talk like everybody knows the stories. It's a very popular story from the Bible. A lot of, a lot of scripture teaches or is taught from that. Um, but it was a very specific incident right after Jesus was taken into custody before his crucifixion, when he told Peter that he was going to deny him, and Peter didn't believe it right off the bat. You know, he said, "I would never do that," um, and then he did, and, and and it was three specific moments right before then, and then after that last one, he it, he kind of. Is out of the story. It doesn't talk about him much again until after, until the resurrection, until that morning of the resurrection. So during the whole crucifixion time in those three days, we don't know much about what Peter's story is during that time. And it is, is a great question that, that I think it's very interesting how you brought that up. That says, "Go tell the disciples and Peter." Like, what was what was the specific purpose of telling Peter? Like, you mm-hmm. know, w- w- what do you want?
0: Yeah, and it's not just—it's uh, it. It's actually that way in two different Gospels. Like, mm-hmm. it's recorded that way in two different Gospels. So it's definitely—it was definitely an addition there. You know, go tell my disciples and Peter, you know. And I don't think he was saying, well, Peter's not a disciple anymore. You know, so he's not a disciple, but go tell the disciples and that loser Peter. You know, I don't think he was saying that. It was— I think it was very much an inclusive kind of thing and, and even a um even a way to say hey make sure you tell Peter you know cuz yeah. what let's imagine that Peter had not told the disciples what was the, what he had done cuz yeah, the denying part yeah yeah I mean what do you, do you think he did have you ever thought about it
1: you know, it would take a big humbling experience to tell that to your friends, right? Because as far as we know, they wouldn't have known this was yeah, there's that he no was way separated they from everybody have. else, and they had already arrested Jesus. So a lot of disciples have have spread out. Oh, they a little all bit. left. Yeah,
0: yeah. Peter was the only one that stayed.
1: And in fact, it talks in scripture. It says John ends up being the only one that's at the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, they wouldn't have known, but would he have told them? Oh man, you know Peter's one of those guys. We hear a lot of negative about Peter, like we judge him yeah. harshly, but we also know all the good he's done. But a lot of that came after the spirit, you know, when he yeah. really got spirit after, filled. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, man, it wouldn't surprise me if he kept it to himself at all. Yeah,
0: but I think based on how we normally act and what we normally do, especially as guys, if I'm betting, I'm betting you didn't tell anybody.
1: Yeah. And probably a lot of people weren't really asking questions because it was a hard time for every one of them. Yeah. And they were probably all going through their own emotions and experiences and wondering what's going on, that even if they did look over at Peter and Peter seemed distraught, they wouldn't be like, what's up, Peter? Yeah. (laughs) Because they would have known. Why aren't you happy, Peter? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) This is great. No, I yeah. know they wouldn't have done that. So he easily could have kept it to himself.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that going again back to our previous podcast with Blake, I think that's a that's one of the things that the enemy uses it is is keeping us isolated, keeping those things in, and that lie that you know, well, you're the only one that did this. You're you're worse than everybody else. How can you even? You know, say you're a Christian. How can you be a follower of Jesus if you denied Him? You know, um, so I, I just thought that was was really interesting. Um, you know that the, that the angel included that. You know, and Peter. You know, m- make sure you tell Peter. Um, and then I I, I started kind of just looking all through uh, his denial and and all of those kind of things and a a couple of things popped out to me that I that I wanted to kind of talk about one of them was um well I'll I'll skip forward we'll we'll jump around a little bit the next day is kind of funny the next day in my bible reading uh it it skipped over to Luke 24 because it goes through kind of chronologically not necessarily um you know chapter chapter by chapter by chapter it jumps around a little bit <clears throat> so this time it was in Luke chapter 24 and what it's talking about there is the um, is the the ladies are coming back to the ladies that you know went to the found the angels all those kind of things and then the ladies are coming back to the people that, to the disciples to tell them and it says right here Says now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanne and the mother of uh, and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles, but these words seemed like an idle tale to them. They didn't believe them. Okay, women came back. They didn't believe them, and they did not believe them. Just plain outright says that verse eleven. Then in verse twelve it starts. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. And in another um in in one of the other uh gospels it says that Peter and John both got up. Um they they ran to the tomb. And this is when we find out that Peter's maybe a little plump uh because <laughs> that Peter and John um went out heading for the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter <laughs> and got to the tomb first. So Peter was lagging behind. And then he says, stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then following him, Simon Peter came also. He entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. So Peter jumped up and ran out. John got up and ran out too, passed up Peter. But Peter got there and just in obvious Peter style, you know, I mean, he kind of jumps into things before he thinks about them. He just ran on into the tomb. And it kind of hit me, how badly, like how badly, did Peter want this to be true—that Jesus had had risen from the dead?
1: Well, you gotta imagine. I mean, their their hope was gone. I mean, it was mm-hmm. kind of erased. This, this Jesus, who was supposed to be, you know, the all powerful Messiah, Son of God, they didn't completely get that he was going to die and he was going to rise again. So there's going to be so much confusion. It's for it, I, I can imagine, he was probably wanted nothing more than for him to come back, especially after the way it ended. Like yeah. in his mind, the way their relationship and it's like hanging up on the phone with somebody, like slamming the phone down, and then ne- next thing you hear is, is they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you're like, oh man, that last moment was terrible. Mm-hmm. And Peter's last moment with Jesus was horrific. Horrific. <laughs> yeah, especially
0: was, considering. That uh, in one of the Gospels, it says that as soon as Peter denied him, that he looked and he saw Jesus. Because he was kind of standing out in the courtyard where Jesus was. And he said that he looked and saw Jesus, and Jesus turned and looked at him. Right. And then the rooster crowed. Because Jesus had, had predicted, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. And, and so, I mean, bam. Bam you know i mean the last thing that that jesus turns and looks at you you betray him and then he's dead so it's like i think peter probably wanted the the story of you know the kind of i mean jesus had told them i'm going to rise again you know yeah but of course they didn't they didn't believe it because well nothing like that had ever happened yeah sure it's it's kind of a surefire way of proving your god is if you can die and then three days later you come back to life because Uh. you just didn't want to be dead anymore (laughs) you know Um, i'm over it i'm over being dead i'm I'm done here i'm out (laughs) um check please so so i think more than anybody peter wanted this to, to be true and so it's interesting, actually, that Peter, the one who betrayed him, and John, the one that all throughout the book of John, it says that, that he was the one. He's referred to as the disciple that Jesus loved. Um, John and and Jesus had a very special connection. Um, even, like you say, John was the one at the cross, and and Jesus actually asked John to take care of his mom right, for yeah. him. And uh, so it was basically like Jesus was saying, hey, this is like for real, this this is your mom now. Mm-hmm. You know? Um and so the one that betrayed him and the one that kind of loved him the most were the two that ran to the tomb. I just thought that was a, a very interesting kind of dichotomy there.
1: Yeah, and and I think there's you know, to go back to that one question Yes, you think we think when you when you screw up, when your last moments are screw up and you know it was that you have desire to fix it. And I think mm-hmm. Peter was probably very excited. Well, he was so hopeful that he could fix this issue. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was a bold man. He was a brave man and, and a lot of things, but he screwed up, you know, and, and I think he wanted nothing more to fix it. But, you know, I think when you when you just said that, you just said Peter is the betrayer and John the one who loved him. I think a lot of people probably heard that and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, is Jonathan's Bible different than mine? Judas was the betrayer. <laughs> um. But in a sense... They're no they're not equal uh-huh. by any means what they did. But in a sense, there there is some some similarities to the fact that um Judas turned on Jesus. He gave him up, you know, pointed him out, took money for it, all those things. He ended up taking his own life. Um But Peter You know, it, I, I get that it's not the same thing as that, but Peter said, I don't know that guy. Uh-huh. And Jesus' big thing is Tell people you know me. You know? Yeah. It's like that's what I want you to do. Tell people you know me and I'm in your life and what I'm doing for you. And Peter's was uh I don't know that man. Yeah. And that's a serious serious thing to do, you know. Yeah. And it had to be like you said earlier Jesus knew it was coming, but Peter didn't. Even though Jesus told him, Peter thought I'm. I'm not going to be that bad. Yeah. There's no way I could be that bad.
0: Yeah, he flat out told Jesus, "I'll I'll die mm-hmm. with you." You know, I'll go there. I'll die with you. Um, and and I and I do say betrayer because, I mean, let's think about, you know, if you're if you're in a war zone, and it's your buddies that you're with, um, and and you you know start charging the front lines or whatever, and all of them leave you. And, and to the extent that the you know, the ones who are closest to you and that would, you know, I'll never leave you. I'll never I'll never I'll always be by your side. I'm your wingman, you know? Yeah. And and they go to the extent of of Peter saying, I don't even know him. Because Peter could have busted up in there and said, Look, these guys are lying. Jesus didn't do these things they're saying. Right. You know, they brought false witnesses. Peter could have been a witness for Jesus. Mm-hmm. He could have been a witness. He could have stood before the Sanhedrin and and been a witness for Jesus. But he wasn't. No. You know, he he, he backed out. So in that sense, he he's not the one that pointed him out to the soldiers, but... Good grief did they really need to point out who Jesus I mean yeah they know you who could Jesus find was. you know you could find him pretty much any day yeah um and, and so that's why I say yeah he did be he did betray him uh he betrayed the trust he betrayed you know the 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 friendship he he betrayed the loyalty, all those kind of things um and and I think man i just I just keep on thinking about how badly he probably wanted to fix that but not thinking that he ever would be able to you know and, and i think a lot of times we are you know we may do something to, to injure a relationship we may be um caught up in a sin that we just can't get out of we may um just feel like we've like we've messed up our kids we've messed up our marriage we've whatever it is and we want so desperately to be able to fix it, but we just don't think we can. Yeah. I'm you too know? far gone. I'm too far gone. There's, too far there's gone. No, you know there's no turning back ever it's done. Mm-hmm. You know and, and I think he probably felt that way. And so when this little possibility, this little flicker of a hope that, man, OK, I might be able to fix this, came about. I think that's why he, you know, unlike the others, most of the others, he and John were the only ones that like jumped up and ran out to go check this thing out. You know,
1: yeah. Some of them didn't. I mean, they didn't even go. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like like Thomas. Whenever he came back, it was like he wasn't even there when Jesus showed up the first time. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm gonna need some evidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but but yeah, uh, Peter and John got up and ran. Is it is it? Interesting to me. It's it's interesting to me though that in this situation, is there worse things? Because okay, we talk about we're in need, okay, and especially think about last episode about freedom and and getting away from our sin or whatever. Can we find redemption? Can we find forgiveness? All these things, but is there is there something worse that a human could do than that? Now, than what Peter did. Now, okay. So hear me out (laughs) when I say that. Because I'm sure people are like, yeah, murder. Um,
0: The guys that hung him on the cross.
1: Yeah. There's lots of answers. Okay. But we know sin is is what it is. All sin has the same penalty as death. But Jesus is so uh, specific on his instructions to folks, you know, This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to tell people, go make disciples, baptizing them. uh,
0: In the the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. and and Teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you.
1: And he was even asked the question, (laughs) what is the greatest commandment? Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I mean, he tells people this stuff. And here's an instance where Peter had an opportunity to love Jesus with all his heart, mind, soul, and strength and tell him, I know this guy, and he's great, and all this stuff. And he... He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. He didn't, they, they didn't ask Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? He said, don't steal anything or don't kill. He said, love me. Yeah. Love the Lord. And here they were, here he was, doing the complete opposite of that. Oh, yeah. The
0: complete Flat opposite. Flat out, I don't, I don't know him. He's it, not, you know, that, he's nothing to me, basically. that's a, That's a
1: pretty big deal. Yeah. And I think we get caught up, and, and people get caught up. And if I'm jumping the gun, stop me here. But I think people get caught up because... They believe they're too far gone, I've done too much, I've been away for too long, I screwed up too bad, that I don't know if Jesus would take me back in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can ever have that relationship you're talking about. Heck, I might have even been speaking out against him for years, saying there's no such thing as God or Jesus or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Peter was doing. Yeah. And it, I think even for Peter, it was even bigger because, you know, if you go back in the gospels, there was a time when, um, the the disciples and Jesus were talking and some of them were like, Hey, people are saying that you're, you know, maybe Elisha or Elijah, you're one of the prophets, who are you? You know? And, and he looks at Peter and says, Peter, who do you say that I am? and peter says you are the christ the son of the living god just flat out that you are the messiah and jesus says what you're right and upon this rock i will build my church and it's you know there's some symbolism there with the i mean peter was the name that jesus had given him his right. given name was simon so we call him simon peter but peter was what jesus called him which is rock petra rock and some there's some symbolism there between saying upon this rock I will build my church you know it is the foundation that Christ is the son of god that's the that's the actual biblical rock there but peter was a huge part of building the first century church um and so for him to go from I don't care what these people say you are the you are the Christ the son of the living god and god, and Jesus saying you're the rock you know you you're going to be the rock um all the way to I don't know who that is how do you build a church on the messiah when you don't even when you deny who the messiah is you know so I mean like everything that they had gone through everything that Jesus had taught him, all of these things that Peter— I mean, Peter had seen Jesus raise people from the dead. Right. Mm -hmm. Jesus had had fed thousands and done these miracles and all of this stuff, but then when it came down to Peter's life, he didn't have the faith to believe that he could take care of him. You know, he didn't have the faith that he could— could do again what he had done so many times. And so I think for Peter, it was the biggest sin, the worst sin that he could have ever committed. I think like in his own mind, there's nothing I could do that would be any worse than what I just did.
1: I'm I'm contemplating on what you just said a minute ago, that... uh, Peter didn't have the faith that Jesus would take care of him. Yeah. Man. That's big time right there. And I think the reason it is is because, yeah, there's there's everything you just said that this was a huge, huge oopsie. But (laughs) um oops. And and that what that's what it boils down to, though, isn't it? Is it's not just, man, I don't I'm too bad or any of these things, you, when you when you say that, when you say I'm too far gone for Jesus, or I've screwed up too many times, or I've been this person, or God don't get me. <laughs> I'm just a different kind of fella, and, and, and God doesn't get me. But when you say you're too far gone, you're really just saying that Peter didn't have the faith that Jesus would take care of him. I mean, we did talk a little bit about that last week, about trusting Jesus, that that Jesus has this plan. Um, and these actions in place. And, and here was Peter showing that great example of, I don't trust you, Jesus. In that moment when things got really tough, really scary, he panicked.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And got really selfish.
0: Yeah, and
1: I I don't want to be in that situation, Jonathan, either. I don't want to be put to this test in this way. Um, but that's what he did. And he struggled for for quite a few days. I wonder if he ever really, well, I I was going to say, I I wonder if he ever really got rid of that, but obviously did because of the forgiveness that only Jesus can offer. But, man, what a a learning moment. Because once you go see Peter's rest of his life, uh, the change that that inspired and the boldness he had, from that point on was was something to behold, and a spirit had a lot to do with that, but um he was a different man after that different man, so yeah
0: well, and especially different after um, you know once Jesus called him back, yeah basically um and we can uh let's let's go ahead and take a look at that. I gotta find it. <laughs> <laughs> And so we pick that up in John chapter 21, and it says, uh, just as the day was breaking—actually, I'm going to back up a little bit, because this is pretty funny. Um, so the, uh, it says, Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. <laughs> Like they we all have our
1: hobbies, you know. <laughs> do we go to do what
0: we like, you know. I mean, Jesus already, you know, He was alive. They knew He was alive. They it was just they were waiting because Jesus had told them stay in the city and so He would appear, then go away, then appear, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And uh, <laughs> so Peter's sitting around, it's like twiddling his thumbs. I'm going fishing. <laughs> it's, but it's kind of. Anyway, it's telling because he went back to what he was doing prior to Jesus. What you he know? knew, yeah. Um, so anyway, they said to him, we'll go with you. Uh, they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as de- so they, they fished all night long. Just as day was breaking, J- Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to him, children, do you have any fish? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. And that disciple whom Jesus loved, which was John, John John said to Peter, it is the Lord. (laughs) When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work. We're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and threw himself into the sea.
1: <laughs> hey, he's running to the tomb, bro. He's running he's, to the tomb.
0: It's like, and the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. I mean, he swam a hundred yards. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it doesn't say that Peter got to him first, so. <laughs> you did I mean, say he was says,
1: still a rather plump man earlier, yeah. <laughs> so we don't know if he
0: got there first. It says, when they got on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. They, they were fishing. Jesus comes up, hey, hey, have you tried over that? Look, cast your nets on that side. And then they come in, and he's got fish on the fire. He's already cooking. Where'd he get the fish? Um, it's Jesus. Does he doesn't even say that he had a pole. <laughs> <laughs> come here, fish. I All
1: can't right. get over the part where Peter puts on a shirt, then jumps into the yeah. water first.
0: That like, seems backwards. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so anyway, Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. So, I mean, it didn't even, like, it's not recorded that he even talked to Jesus prior to this. So, it's just like he just jumped in, swam, got on the shore, and then went back and helped him pull the fish in. That's Peter. Okay. <laughs> He's probably heavy breathing. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway. um. So Jesus talked to them, and, and they, they ate breakfast and stuff, which fish for breakfast kind of freaks me out. But they through this, uh, we find that, that the disciples are talking and stuff, and, and Jesus says to Peter, says, Simon, which is interesting because he calls him Simon and not mm-hmm. Peter. He says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. He said to him second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, do you know that I love you? And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. And then Jesus said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, notice that three, uh, do you love me? And he said to him, I find this interesting, Lord, you know everything, Hmm. Hmm. You know, and and I think there's more to that than just you know that I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there was very much. Jesus, you know everything about me. You know what I did. And yeah. I, and I'm picking up on it cuz you've asked me 3 times. You know, <laughs> you know me, you know everything and you know everything about me and you know that i love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And it's interesting that through this not only was Jesus it 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 was like Jesus was trying to prove to Peter not that Peter loved Jesus, but that Jesus loved Peter. Mm. You know, and and he even went so far as to say, i mean, he gave him a job to do. He not only basically forgave him for what, you know, he called him back to himself and forgave him of these things. But then he gave him a job. It's like, feed my sheep. Start that church. Yep. You know, this is the beginning of the, of the first century church. Um, and, and so it just, man, it just shows how... In the same way, we can all experience that. We can all experience Jesus saying to us, you know, do you love me? Mm-hmm. And we can all <laughs> look at Jesus you know, and say, yeah, but Jesus, you know everything. Mm. You You know what I did. You know what I've done. You know how I've just totally made a mess out of things. You know my secret sins. You know those things that... Again, he still may have not told the disciples what he did. You know, he may not have told others yet what he had done, but Jesus was pulling it out. You know, Jesus was was kind of pulling him back into that time that he had denied him and then was saying, not only do I forgive you, but I'm giving you something to do in the church, a way to serve me. And, And he goes on to talk to him. Um, basically about how he's how he's going to die one day, and it's interesting that he, he's kind of telling him that that he's going to die the same way Jesus did, which was what he was afraid of. Right? You know, mm-hmm. just weeks, you know, days or weeks beforehand. And uh, and then after he's saying this, this, is in verse nineteen. After saying this, he said to him, "Follow me." which was like the first words that he said to him mm-hmm. you know, him off the boat. He, when he yeah, called him sure. off the boat. So Peter started his, his journey with Jesus, with Jesus calling him off the boat and saying, follow me. And now at the very end of this, you know, word with Jesus on earth, Jesus is again saying, get off the boat, come follow me, you know. And, and so it's just full circle. It's like, man, that's just so cool that, through all of this, the, the, this kind of time in Peter's life where he just, man, he messed up. Jesus didn't give up on him. Jesus didn't leave him to, to wallow in you know in, in his humility, in his disgrace, in his guilt, in his shame, and all those kind of things. He reached down to him and, and, and pulled him out of those things, set him up, forgave him, and then said, here, follow me. I'm not done with you. You know, I'm not putting you on the shelf. I'm not putting you to the side because of what you've done. I'm not treating you any differently because of what you've done. I'm calling you to myself. Let's go. Follow me. I just think that's, Um, I've known this story, you know, forever or whatever, but it's just really come to life to me over the last few weeks, and especially with, again, with what we talked about Um, on our last podcast of finding that free. I mean, can you imagine the freedom that Peter felt after this scene? Mm. You know, walking away from breakfast with Jesus, you know, a fish and bread, again, not sure about fish and bread for breakfast, but walking away from there, can you imagine the how the weight must have been lifted off of him he was a, he was finally actually free from the you know the denial free from all those kind of things that he did free from the just the guilt and the shame of of all that he went through um i just i just think it's a great vision of the freedom that we can that we can all have in christ
1: oh yeah yeah, and and that's the beautiful part of it is is the testimony that's here, you know. And so many times, people get lost up, and if I'm supposed to talk about Jesus, what I'm what am I supposed to do? So many times, just sharing the testimony, because here we see Peter do something that we all do, you know. We all walk away from Jesus at times. We all screw up. We all make mistakes. But it's so beautiful that that Jesus, after all of it, tells him again, "Follow me." You know, after all that, follow me. Yeah, And it it is empowering, too, because of what Peter is fixing to have to go through. You know, Mm -hmm. what what he's already been through has been a lot, over three years of walking with Jesus and experiencing these things, and then going through that very traumatic moment at the end. But now he's he's gone through this and here's Jesus again remind him how much he loves him understands him forgives him says follow me cuz i got all this work for you to do and there's so much stuff like it's almost like the last 3 years don't compare to what's next uh-huh. of 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 the journey that he is on and he's Hell, not yeah. going to have Jesus in physical body standing right there next to yeah. him you know, he's going to be filled with the Spirit and, and and go through this process but of finding founding the church and, and building it and, and working through all those things.
0: And being beaten. Yeah. And being thrown in jail. Yeah. And, and, and beaten and thrown in jail. <laughs> again and, and again. beaten <laughs> and thrown in jail.
1: <laughs> and being crucified. And he's fixing to go through that. Yeah. And it's amazing that, that that low part of his life. That I mean, that was a really terrible moment. We can't under undervalue under that. Money. It was terrible, and he says, "Follow me, learn from it, grow from it, because the journey I got you going on, is gonna blow your socks off." Yeah, and not necessarily like in like woo rollercoaster yeah. kind of way, but it's gonna. It's just getting started, oh, we, yeah. and we got we got work to do, and you. I've called you to do it, even though you've done some of the worst things. I, I want you to do it. And how empowering is that to know we have a God that no matter how far gone we are, we think we are, we have a God that will call us back home, if we let him, call us back home, say, I forgive you, I love you, follow me, and we'll do some wonderful things together. Yeah. And
0: that's that's wonderful. And he doesn't only forgive, he restores. You know, he restores... um, the, all that we've lost, all that we've that we've messed up, all those kind of things, He restores that. And I do want to point out too, you know, when so we got two different two different guys the the day that that Jesus was arrested, Peter, you know, we said he denied Him, and in that way he betrayed Him, and there where it says that when Jesus looked at him. And he realized what he you know he realized what was going on. He realized what he'd done. All those things, he says that he he ran away and that he wept. And the Bible uses the word bitterly. Okay, and I think we've all been there.
1: Yeah, you know
0: we've all just um just that terrible bitter weeping. You know over what we've done. And he went away weeping bitterly about what he had done. But he didn't give up hope. Mm-hmm. Judas, on the other hand, he went away, and he gave up hope, and we know that that he went out and, and he, um, and he killed himself for what he had done, because he didn't have any hope. Um, and and there may be, you know, people out there that just don't feel like you may be listening to this and just feel like you just don't have any hope. I'm just telling you there's hope there's hope for each and every one of us. Um, there's hope for, and and I know you may be thinking, yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Well, let me just tell you, you don't know what I've done. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and you don't know what, uh, so many others have done. Don't listen to the lie that you're worse or that, that, you know, God can't forgive you all those kind of things. Um, because Jesus is just as close as he was to Peter on that, on that shore line when he said, Peter, do you love me? And guys, that's, that's all it takes is for us to say, you know what? Jesus, I do love you. Forgive me. And, and he is, he's, you know, even when we, I, I love the fact that no matter how far away that, from Jesus that we get, as soon as we turn around, he's right there. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. he's he's basically following after us. He's chasing us down. And uh, whether you're a Christian and you just have um, blown it and you're just not in a good place, he's turn around. He's right there. Or if you've never believed in Christ, if you've never, um, you know, given your given your life to him and, and asked him to forgive you, turn around. He's right there. You know, he he is one step away from you. He's one breath away. And uh and like Peter, you can have freedom, you can have forgiveness, you can have restoration, and, and you can have a life that that has meaning because not because of what you've done, but because of what Jesus did on your behalf. And uh so no matter who you are, you know, Jesus is right there. Um don't, don't allow the guilt and the, you know, the shame and stuff from, from any, anything that you've ever done to, to steal away and prevent you from finding the freedom that Jesus has for you.
1: Jonathan, I hope I'm not jumping the gun here, but I felt like you just kind of landed a plane.
0: <laughs> well, I got, I got one. This was what I was going to land the plane with. Okay. So, so before you say that, then
1: I can still get this in. (laughs) Isn't it interesting too? And I just thought about, and this is the cool thing about scripture how it comes alive when you start talking about it and you really start digging into it. It's just how it's there, and so much stuff comes from it. But you're talking about the difference between Peter and John. Oh, not sorry, uh, Peter and Judas. Judas, Yeah. Um, Judas stayed alone. Mm -hmm. We know Peter was wrong, and he messed up, and he was living with it. But he went back. He went back to his church. Yeah. He went back to the group. To his people. He yeah. when we see him again, he's with the disciples. Mm-hmm. He he had him somewhere. He he made that decision to go back to them. Yeah. To surround himself with those people again.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great point.
1: And that's a big step. Yeah. That's a big step.
0: Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't don't isolate. Yeah. Don't isolate. Um. So I'm going land to the, the, land the plane with this. There's a guy named John Newton, um, and he was a, uh, a sailor and a slave trader. Oh. Uh, he actually was the captain of a, a few boats and um, worked other jobs on, on slave trade boats. and was a slave trader. He got saved, and he became a pastor and the author of many hymns, including Amazing Grace. Hmm. He said late in his life, and I love this quote, he said, my memory is nearly gone, but I remember two things. One, that I am a great sinner. And two, that Christ is a great Savior. Oh, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and said, so, guys, whoever you are, um, you know, today, your sin is not bigger than the savior. And uh and just, man, go find somebody to talk to. Just cry out and talk to Jesus. Um, but uh just come back to him. He uh he's 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 waiting on you.
1: Man, I'm glad I stayed up late for this one, Jonathan. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um uh, man, it's just so it's so awesome to talk about. It. We could talk about it for, for so much longer. But uh it's time to wrap this thing up. Thank y'all for tuning in again. Uh, thank you for the outstanding response to the to the previous episode, and just um, we're kind of getting back on track with our schedule and stuff. So we're looking forward uh, to to many more episodes and and hanging out with all of y'all and and sharing this word. Now, if you're not a part of the family, this is your first time listening, maybe your second time listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, that would help us out tremendously. <laughs> go 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 wherever you listen to podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and make sure it pops up in your um phone wherever you listen to podcasts. And mm-hmm. that way you don't have to go search it out. We would love for you to do
0: that. And uh, And you can find us everywhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Like, I don't
0: like Spotify and we're on iHeartRadio now, aren't we? I think so. we I think we saw that. I
1: tried to submit to um uh Pan Pan uh
0: Pandora. Pandora, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I haven't got back with me yet. I don't know. They're being haters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we're no, Google yeah. Pod. I mean yeah, Google Play yeah, you can Podcast, check us out anywhere, or just go to the website. You can listen to it straight on the website.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd love all be kinds part of, of it. ways. Join us on uh, Twitter at landtheplane247. That's where you can find us there, and over on Facebook and Instagram at land the plane today. If you have a topic, we always throw this out there. Or if you have a topic you want something to, you want us to discuss something, we can keep it anonymous. Whatever you want us to do, yeah. we'd love to interact with you, uh, even through email. So you can always email us at. Uh, land the plane today at gmail.com and we would love to hear some testimonies if it's if it's affecting you we'd like to hear it yeah that just because it's encouraging you know to hear God at work and we know he's doing stuff and uh, we're we're just excited about it and we want to be able to share that with folks so and if, to do that
0: and you may have a topic that's you know it's like man I'd love to talk to you guys about such and such whatever and we may just say well come on the show well yeah, we may Let's do it
1: yeah, yep. yeah, We can do that.
0: I Actually, talked to a, a fellow a couple of days ago that wants to come on the show. Oh, I didn't tell you about that one. No, you didn't. Boom. Oh, it's gonna be good. hope you didn't jinx it. It's gonna be real good. I <laughs> hope you didn't jinx it. No. I didn't tell you when or who it is. <laughs> That's gonna happen when he shows up in the house and sits down in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> a lot
1: of prep work for me there. Yeah. So uh, go join us. Some... We want to interact, and uh, we enjoy doing that. Go, go, give us a find, and uh, follow along. So. I think besides that, that's about it for today's show.
0: That's all I got. Hit the music.
1: Yep, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, and we'll uh, be back soon. Good chat after that.
0: And I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you to have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) You rebel. (laughs) Hey, Dustin. What would you say if I didn't actually hit record on the last part of that? Are you serious? Maybe.
1: Oh, no, don't say that, man. (laughs) I'm
0: just messing with you.
1: Oh, gosh. I was like, that was good. That was probably good.